Sports on Sports. Alright, we're in. Into some shit. There's another fucking week of cheese on sports. It's unfortunate for y'all, but fun for us. Just found out as I was trying to connect the call that Matt forgot it's Monday. And he's on 23. He will not be joining Genius. us. <laughs> Genius. Yeah. Got Luke here. And we're currently joined by Dirk, but he's somewhere in outer space, we think. Nope. He's not even talking now. <laughs> I don't think we're even joined by him anymore. Hopped off the call. Maybe he'll be back. Wow. Maybe he won't. But either way, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are live. Yep, fuck it, we'll do it live, even if it's just me and Luke. <laughs> I mean, Wiz will be on later for UFC, but do we have to do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, well, we can try to run through it quickly. You know, like the travesty that was last week. And then we can just, you know, plow through the, this week's picks. <laughs> Focus on next week. And Dirk has officially left. It's just the two of us. Yep. Bye, Dirk. A quick shout out to... We'll miss you. Say a quick shout out to Bobby Anthem in the chat. <laughs> hey, Bobby. Dirk is listening in the chat. <laughs> We got Get Wiz in the chat, the call, but not Dirk. in the call. Yeah, really, only Bobby's listening. Um, but that's like every week we got like you know just just Bobby listening. But just, he gives a shit. It's fucking embarrassing. <laughs> just very quickly, last um last week I promised my um a friend of mine I'd do some on here this week so could i just have like 30 seconds or something sure go for it <laughs> i shall always recognize you by the dreadful soul you hold as the earth with searching vision you fucking thing sucks with spirit bold was the Greeks of old who's dying, but to birth our spirit free. Now with ancient valorizing, let us hail you all empty. Case at your main. Okay, there we go. I, I, 
I promised a friend of mine that if Milwaukee won the NBA championship, I'd sing the Greek national anthem on air. Ah. Well, the way the fucking U.S. is playing so far, or even, you know, if the Greeks may have a chance to win. <laughs> Giannis wants to go play for the Greek team, maybe give himself a, Greek, or a gold medal. He's already the fucking goat. He doesn't need that yeah. as well. <laughs> Let's not get carried away with that. Speaking of, though, I woke up the other day to see that the U.S. lost to France. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, you know what? Like, instinctively, I don't know why, I just immediately I had to tweet out, all you fucking LeBron is the goat people can sit the fuck down and shut up now. And I was met with, LeBron's not even playing this year, you're fucking dumb. No. I know LeBron's not playing this year. And I know Jordan didn't play in 96 in Atlanta because he didn't feel like it either. This is more of a testament to the competition. Now, I don't know. I was It was pointed out that maybe the world has just gotten that much better since Jordan. But it just feels like the cast of other players in the league aren't what they used to be. Let To all the LeBron is the GOAT people, let this sink in. LeBron could not even get into a team that lost to France. <sighs> I mean, he could have got on it. He just didn't want to play. He didn't want to play for... He didn't want to go to the Olympics this year. But I mean, you got... And they're like, oh, well, there's just not that many stars. Like, you got Kevin Durant, who's supposed to be, like, number two to fucking, you know, LeBron, if you ask a lot of people. You got fucking Damian Lillard, who's... You know, he he sucks on defense, we know. But he's supposed to be knocked lights out on fucking offense, you know. Got lots of talent on that team. And they lost to fucking France. And is it is it just that because it's for the Olympics and they're not getting paid or anything, they just don't seem to care as much and so they're not trying as hard? Is it that the foreign talent has gotten better all these years? What the fuck is it? <laughs> I think it's just that they're our our team's lazy and they're they're not playing they're not getting money out of it. They already have endorsement deals and shit. They don't really give a fuck. So it's like the All Star Game. It's all about me. The only thing is the other team's not in on their little fun that like it is at the All Star Game. So they're not going back and forth. The other team's stopping them. <laughs> huh. When you think back to the Dream Team, you could have taken Jordan off any of those teams. Those teams would have still mopped up anybody you put in front of them. They still did in 96 without Jordan. Yeah. And it wouldn't even be close. No. Like we would have, they would have They'd beat be France by fucking by like 70. Fucking 30 point. yeah, yeah. By 40 to 50 points minimum. With 50% effort. Yeah. Let's say if they won by 40, it was them taking the night off. <laughs> they weren't giving it their all that night. <laughs> oh, that was just that's just my thought on that. I just had to bring that up for a second. Cause, well, I, I think it's me that that hurts the whole LeBron is the goat case, in my opinion. That shows that LeBron's fucking competition in the league isn't what Jordan's competition was. That and it was a completely different league back then. LeBron would have gotten his ass beat. 
Le- he would have did great Le- still, but he would have gotten knocked on his ass plenty. Le- LeBron, yeah, he's good. Michael Jordan was fucking great. But neither of them are Giannis Antetokounmpo. <sighs> <laughs> a little delayed getting there on that one. Yeah, it, it, you took your time. Yeah. Computer's a little late on switching around, but either way. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Giannis. Fucking high, Luke. Fucking high. <coughs> so, uh, how about the NFL and their new COVID rules, or protocol, I guess? Basically, if you're, uh,. If you're not vaccinated, you don't get to do much of anything. <laughs> it's fucking dumb. Yeah, I'm for it. Get your asses vaccinated. <clears throat> There's one part of it which I'm really opposed to, though. Okay. What's that? I, re- I really hate the idea of, let's say, an unvaccinated player causes an outbreak. And that and that team has to forfeit. Then the opposition players don't even get fucking paid. Yeah. That is a problem. Yeah. That's fucking unfair. It's supposed to be more of a motivation. Like, all right, well, now you got both the teams on your ass, and it makes it more likely to where teams are just gonna say, "Well, fuck it. If you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna get the damn shot, you're not gonna be on the team. We're not gonna take that kind of fucking risk." We're not going to lose that kind of goddamn money. <laughs> so we might finally, at long last, see Cole Beasley fuck off. Well, see, Cole Beasley came out and basically said he was willing to sell his freedom. <laughs> I don't know if it was like a sarcastic thing, but he basically said, you know, get him some stock in fucking Apple or fucking something like that. And uh, he'd be willing to fucking take the vaccine. So... Basically, he's got a ticket. Give him uh, enough money. He'll fucking take the vaccine, he said. Wow. It's my freedoms. But they for sale. I'll sell my freedoms <laughs> to the top bidder. <laughs> fucking joke. He's but, been a fucking clown throughout this entire shit show. It's funny. They're not willing to pull that trigger on any kind of players yet. But Minnesota did not hesitate with their fucking offensive line coach. Um, Rick Dennison, they fired his ass. Get the fuck out. You don't want to get your fucking shot? Fuck off. We don't need you. Yeah. You can. There's the door. Peace out. <laughs> if you're not a player, get the fuck out. If you're a player, it's going to get to that point here soon where it's get the fuck out. Yeah, but do, do you really see someone like Arizona being willing to cut someone the level of DeAndre Hopkins? No, not really. Is it that in that case, in people in case like DeAndre Hopkins, it might take something like it actually happening first for them to get rid of him. Yeah, they might roll the they, dice, they, and then once it costs them all that money, like, eh, all right, we gotta let you go. That's yet another problem. The fuck, the fact that fucking bench warmers are gonna be yeeted. Yep. Before the season even starts. And people like DeAndre Hopkins are just going to get away with shit. I mean, unless you got a fucking... You've talked to your doctor and your doctor gives you a reason why you should not get the fucking vaccine. 
I don't see a reason to not get the vaccine. Stop being so fucking paranoid. They're not trying to microchip no. you. <laughs> I, 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 I don't see a reason either. It's just... The, P- the NFLPA are not going about this the right way. As far as I know, every religion is fucking fine with the fact the COVID vaccine, so nobody can claim, oh, it's against my religion. All the religions are on board. Go get vaccinated. <laughs> I didn't even know the NFLPA was doing anything about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Basically get vaccinated or get the fuck out of the league here soon. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like the players backs up against the wall on this one. Like I said, Beasley came out and said, "Oh, fucking, they'll do it for some stock in Apple <laughs> or fucking yeah. Tesla or some shit." <laughs> yeah, yeah. The NFL's not, and the NFL's not rescheduling any games, so that says a lot right there. Yeah, this shit will go down as a forfeit. You will not collect money. <laughs> no money. Let's go. That affects both teams. They're going to look at you like a pariah in the locker room because you didn't get vaccinated. Yep. Speaking of pariah, how about that fucking chode Aaron Rodgers? (laughs) Still going on. Luke's meme was so fucking accurate, though. (laughs) And now it's wide receivers acting up, too. Yep. That's because Green Bay's cheap. Now... Now he's already on a flight back to Green Bay, ready to report to training camp tomorrow. Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, well, <laughs> like he he turned down a contract offer because he wanted to get through this one season, but then came out and said something about it's going to take like two years at $90 million to keep him. Or This so is after the fucking... Contract? No, I don't think they've done anything yet. Oh. They have. Oh, they have? So what'd yeah. they do? He um I missed it. <laughs> I knew I should have looked. I'm not sure exactly what the terms of the deal is, but he's almost certainly reporting for training camp tomorrow. Yeah. So so I guess it's more than a one and two year deal then. And and he said to people close to him, not sure what the fuck that means, that he fully intends on playing this year. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I heard uh, that he just uh, he at least intends on playing this year, but whether or not he's just playing for this year and he's gone, or if he's ha- signed some kind I of extension. So. I think it's just this year, but yeah, maybe this year just, and he's gone. Maybe they just gave him a little bit of a bonus on top of what he's already getting this year. Like, look, we'll throw this on top of it. Just get through this fucking season and get the fuck out of our hair, okay? <laughs> you mean this was about money the whole time? Gasp. <laughs> <sighs> didn't know. Shocker. Well, like, I don't know. I, I don't know what this has been about. But... I think it's about attention. I think it's yeah. partially about attention. It's, it's look at me. I'm yeah. Aaron Rodgers. And, and, and even with him reporting that he's coming back today, I still stand by the meme I sent earlier. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Was that... Fucking... Was that... Sorry. No, no. Uh, Giannis sitting on the crone, or the throne, mm-hmm. the king of Wisconsin, <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers is me? outside in a jester costume. Wait, look at me. <laughs> that was funny. That's basically what this is. Like I took over Green Bay or Wisconsin. Sorry. 
Not Green Bay, Wisconsin, though. No. State of Wisconsin. I fucking showed. Yeah. I'm not a Packers fan, never have been. But I used to like Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Now I'm like, yeah. Mm. Come on, Brett Favre 2.0, why don't you calm the fuck down? Sit down and <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, speaking of reporting to camp, Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. will be uh, reporting the training camp for the Texans. Nothing awkward about that. He's <laughs> just there for the sports massage. He just there so he don't get fined. Legal settlements cost money, you know. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised he's even going to play after. F- Four months of uh, nothing of investigation. They haven't found shit really to not enough to put his ass on the exempt list, so he okay. can play football like usual. And if this goes to trial, it won't be until twenty twenty two. So he'll at least be able to play this whole season. Texans are looking to trade him, even though they're bringing him out for uh, spring training. Yeah. Spring, I yeah. I think they'll be spring. in last place. Sorry. They don't have anybody other than him. Um. No, I think Houston's going to take whatever the fuck they can get for him. I mean, they're not going to just give him away, but they're not going to get what they would have gotten. Right. But I definitely think he'll get moved. Yeah, he'll get looted. I'm just trying to figure out who else is his teammates because it, it feels like it's just him and nobody else on that team. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. But there isn't. Yeah. No. Last place, here we Without- go. Without... Without Deshaun Watson, I can very well see the Texans going 0-17. I wouldn't go that Ooh. far. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far either. But uh, it will. It's, it's it's definitely possible. <laughs> definitely possible. I would love it. The Lions went 0-17. They're like, what, bitch? You want to go 17 game season? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let's keep this crown. Yeah, we can do this. <laughs> You're not beating us with this record. Fucking Browns think they can turn it around. <laughs> Fine, we'll turn it mm. around again the other way. <laughs> Give us our number one pick. Exactly. No, the, without a doubt, the Texans are going to be fucking dog shit. Screw. Yes, they are. If yeah. they don't have Deshaun Watson, there's a very good chance they don't win a game. A very real <laughs> chance. I won't say very good, but <laughs> definitely a very real chance. Yeah. What what is absolutely certain is if they don't have Deshaun Watson, they're picking first overall. Yes, they are. Yeah. Yeah, if they don't have also if they don't have Deshaun Watson, they're picking twice in the first round. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to guarantee they go zero and seventeen without Deshaun Watson. Oh yeah, I wouldn't guarantee it. If they have Deshaun Watson, I think it's very likely they pick up at least one win. Yeah, but without him. Yeah. With Deshaun Watson, they probably get one or two wins. With him, 0-17 is definitely on the cards. I'm going to try to pull this schedule real quick. We'll run it down. What the hell? Why not? For the Houston? Yep. I don't give a fuck about preseason. Nobody here does. Nope. Fucker, where are you going? All right. Week one at the Packers. That's a loss. And that's a loss. Week two at the Cowboys. 
Probably a loss, mm. but it's the Cowboys. Mm, it's the Cowboys. Week three at the or week three against what? Sorry. Who did you say week one? Says the Packers. Packers. Yeah, that's for preseason. Ah, son of a bitch. Yeah, you're right. Uh, okay, here we go. Regular season. Jaguars. <laughs> Their best chance is the first week. Yeah. <laughs> okay, week Although two. Although they do have Jacksonville twice. Yeah, true. Uh, week yeah. two is the Browns. That's a loss. That's a loss. Week three is the Panthers. That's pr- that's a loss. The Panthers aren't great. Week four, the Bills. That's a loss. Loss. Five, the Patriots. Loss. Probably. They'll probably have Mac Jones in by week five. Yeah, Mac Jones. Week six, the Colts. <laughs> loss. Mac Jones. <laughs> week seven, Cardinals. That's a loss. That's a loss. Week eight, the Rams. Loss. Loss. Week nine, the Dolphins. We'll see what the Dolphins are doing by then. Mm. But probably a loss. Week. See if fucking Tua turned the ball over as fucking. <laughs> so I'm saying, like, we'll see what Miami's doing by then. Week 10 is a bye. Week 11 is the Titans. That's a loss. Week 12 mm. is the Jets. Hey. Mm. There's a chance. That's a chance there. Week 13, the Colts. That's a loss again. again. Week 14, Seahawks. Probably a loss. It's a loss. Week 15, they get the second game against the Jaguars. <laughs> There's a chance. You know, week 16, the Chargers. That's a loss. Week 17, the Niners. That's a loss. And week 18, the Titans. That's a loss. So three games that they have a small chance of winning. If they have Deshaun Watson, <laughs> I could say I could see them picking up one of, a win at least one of those three games. Hmm. But still locking up that number one pick, probably. Hmm. Yeah, they're fucking pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) Everything about that team is pathetic. Green Bay's got fucking uh, Rodgers held down for a year now, so Denver's going to be like, well, give us Deshaun for one year and then he can go off to court and we'll get Aaron Rodgers in here next year. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. So, uh, let's see. Let's flip over to NCAA football. Ooh. How about uh, Texas and Oklahoma coming out and basically saying they're leaving the Big 12 and going to fucking SEC. They reached out to the SEC. Mm. They made that public. That, well, SEC wants that uh, Texas TV deal. They want yeah. that money. Oh, definitely. Oklahoma, I don't know. I don't know why Oklahoma. Oklahoma's been in a top four or five good. team off and on for the past, like, fucking five years at least. I'd say that's probably why. <laughs> mm. They bring in competition. Good competition makes your division look stronger or your conference look stronger. So, but uh, they uh, Texas and Oklahoma both said they won't be renewing their license or for uh, money and shit through the conference in 2025. Wow. So, the Big Twelve. I'm guessing <laughs> we'll see them leave Big Twelve by 2025 or after 2025. But now there's all this talk about we're gonna get like these super divisions and shit now. 
or super yep. conferences. And here, you know, it's all about the Big Ten. Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State. Mm. Yeah. All the fucking surrounding states around here, it's all fucking Big Ten. Snip Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame doesn't belong to anybody because Notre Dame thinks he's special. I fucking hate yeah, Notre we're Dame. In, we're independent. No, wait, no, they're not. They're ACC, aren't they? Um, no, not really. They're still independent? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. They just have some kind of deal going with the ACC to where they play all, play against all their teams. Hmm. So they're de, they're de facto ACC. Yeah. Yeah. But there's been a lot of talk around here about teams that would be good to bring into the um, Big Ten. The Big Mm, and one that that's... came up, and I didn't know about it, but uh, I guess Texas A&M wants nothing to do with Texas. They <laughs> fucking hate Texas. And okay. <laughs> they were not brought into any of the discussions when it came to the SEC taking Texas. <laughs> so if Texas I was A&M Big Ten, Texas? I would immediately be reaching out to Texas A&M saying, well, hey, I mean... <clears throat> The SEC just wanted to fucking not talk to you about any of this and bring in your or your fucking most hated team out there. How about you come yeah. hang out with us? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you lose the recruiting war, but you'll be in the Big Ten. Yep. Then Big Ten gets that Texas market. Mm-hmm. Bring in Texas A&M and then try to s- scoop up Baylor and maybe even a Texas Tech, too. Fuck it. Ooh. That'd be interesting. Snag up Oklahoma State. You got a whole footprint going from Texas all the way up to you know Michigan across the entire country. There you go, Texas, Oklahoma, Midwest. So shithole state to shithole state. Pretty much. Yep. But there's some good, good teams in there. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of Rutgers. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm. In Maryland. It's going to be real interesting here, in, like I said, around 2025 and what the hell is going on in the college yeah. uh, conferences. Um, Speaking of shithole states, though, I'm seriously starting to get scared about um, the USFL. They need to hurry up and had, add some more teams for my own sanity. <laughs> it's not going to happen. How many teams did they get? Eight. Wow. That's all you're going to get. Got to start small. Eight teams. Yeah, Luke's going to end up cheering for the Michigan Panthers. The crazy eights. <laughs> and that's what I'm so scared about. Because with the current eight, I probably fucking would. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I got the fucking... Girlfriend's niece over here with my daughter. Uh, uh, they don't know how to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Say, hey! <laughs> shut the fuck up! And you then... An audience for... Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> you got an audience for cheese on sports. Right. Alright, well, fuck. I don't really got anything else to talk about this week, so... I guess maybe we could bring in that motherfucker G Wiz, even though we've heard him pop in a couple times. Do we have times. to? And then, you know. That, if G Wiz, fine. Matt Jones. 
It's fucking <laughs> depression time. I don't know what the hell you even played that for. What are you talking about? <sighs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. I'm talking about UFC Vegas number 32. Never happened. <sighs> yeah, apparently there's a UFC event this week, too. I'm not sure why they booked one after last week, but hey, they went ahead and put it together, so we might as well talk about it. But let's... Wait. You're saying there was a card last weekend? Oh, there was. We're going to talk about it. Probably oh, no. briefly. <laughs> <laughs> Diana Belveda. Not to be confused with Velveeta, which would have been a little better for me, versus mm. Hannah Goldie. Uh, Luke Cheese and Dirt picked up a win on that one. Good for you. Sweet. There. And you now we should one. Now we can stop talking about the card now. Yeah. The card's over. It's Up next, finished. we've got <laughs> Hijara Eubanks versus Elise Reed, and Luke did not pick up a win there. Nope. Up next, Nasur Dean Ibavov versus Ian Heinish. Luke didn't pick up a win there. <laughs> no, he's oh, a trend. Kunahele Soriano took on Brendan Allen in a slugfest where Luke did not pick up a win. Uh, Mickey Gall versus Jordan Williams was uh, it was over quick for Jordan Williams and Luke uh, Miranda wow. Maverick took on Macy Barber and Macy Barber did not give Luke a victory moving on to Darren Elkin versus Derek Minner Luke picked Derek Minner who was not the winner of that fight moving on Fucking to Kyler Phillips versus Howleon Paiva we all picked Kyler Phillips and he was a gigantic loser possible fight of the night Kobe has been led versus Macy Chasson was canceled due to injury ah! and finally Corey Sandhagen I believe it. It was a fucking battle. Uh, Corey Sanhagen versus TJ Dillashaw. We all picked Corey Sanhagen because, of course, because it's fucking Corey Sanhagen against a drug user who's been out of the league for a few years. Uh, Sanhagen gets crushed. It did not give Luke a victory. So other than that first fight, Luke went 1-8. and eight. Uh, Cheese and I went 2-7. and seven, And the big winner, Dirk, this week with a towering... Three and six record made us look absolutely awful. I should point out that Las Vegas went like one and eight last week, so some people got fired. Did did, just just very quickly let something sink. Let let something sink in. I went one and eight, and I'm still above five hundred. Let this one also. Uh, you went one and eight and only lost one spot in your lead. One win. You only lost one win off your lead. Yeah, that's Which uh, Cheese Man <laughs> is about to break down for us right yeah, now. I he was... went one and eight and he only lost one spot off his lead, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. He's at 121 and. Jesus Christ. 92. Uh, what did we go, Wiz? I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot. Two and seven. Two and seven. Beautiful. Beautiful. Alright, Wiz at 119 and 95. Cute. Sorry, 94. 94, yeah. I did forget to mention this UFC segment is brought to you by... 
female. The the chick beer for men. Ask for it by name. I'm drinking mango again tonight. That seems to be the one that's the easiest to drink a whole bunch of, I've found. I like the mango and the ruby grapefruit. Sorry. Sue me. Fake. All right, I'm at 117 and 96, and Dirk's only one behind me again at 116 and 97. Well, he was <laughs> the big winner. I mean, he had to gain some ground. <laughs> Indeed. All right. You see how I said big winner, and I meant it the most sarcastic. Okay. Um, oh, we have a Vegas, fucking winner. Number 33. Seems like there's no reason to put a show on this week, but they're doing it anyway. Get used to hearing the word prospect, and here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh. Let's open this card up with a guy with a killer name. Let's give it up for Ryan Benoit versus... <laughs> Samsonite. Zaruk I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Benoit is a USC veteran uh, with a losing record. Uh, he's got two straight losses, and his last win was in... Wait for it. 2017. <laughs> Zaruk Adeshev was undefeated in Bellator, came over to the UFC and promptly went 0-2. His <laughs> last loss was a unanimous decision to Sue Madeirji, who I don't know who that is. A boy named Sue. Las Vegas gives it to Benoit. How do you not with a name like that? You almost can't lose a fight. I mean, if anything, he'll just hit him with weights or something. All right. He's definitely <laughs> going to win by chokeout. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Hopefully himself. he don't cripple the guy. Like, hopefully he doesn't somehow choke himself out. Benoit will win the fight, but the real winners will be insomniacs around the globe. Gotcha, bitch. Gotcha, bitch. Uh, cheese and jerk. Yeah, I'll take Benoit. Benoit. Yeah. Gotta go with the killer. Yeah, I even went with him too. That that's a unanimous start. Very fun, very fun. Ashley Yoder, she's his favorite fighter versus Jin Yu Fry. Ashley Yoder's a UFC veteran came to us from Invicta back in the day. She's gone she's gone three and six in the UFC. Sorry, cheese. One and two in twenty twenty, and her last loss was a unanimous decision to Angela Hill. Which looks worse and worse by the Oops. day. I'm sorry, Angela. Uh, um, Jinyu Fry is a is <laughs> <laughs> a prospect from Arlington, Texas. Hey, hey, hey! It's hey, uh, that she has participated in Ryzen as well as Invicta. She came to the UFC and has now gone one and two. Her last win or her last match was a win, freaking finally via unanimous decision over Gloria De Paula. Myself and Las Vegas like Ashley Yoder in this one. Man. <laughs> Yoder. I don't. Okay. Woo! <sighs> give me... Yeah, give me Yoder. I don't learn my lesson. Luke's all alone with Jinyu Fry. Moving on to Ronnie Lawrence wow. versus Trevin Jones. Ronnie Lawrence, prospect, coming out of Tennessee via the Contender Series. He won his UFC debut via TKO over Vince Cachero. Trevin Jones is a prospect coming to us from Guam. Mm. Uh, he's 1-0 oh, yeah, in the UFC with one no contest. His 
win was a round two TKO over Mario Batista. And on his indie record, he's got knockouts and ground submission wins galore. So highly touted. Uh, Las Vegas says, fuck that Guam guy. Give me Ronnie Lawrence. I say, fuck Las Vegas. Give me the Guam guy, Trevin Jones. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck Lawrence. Give me Jones. Jones it is. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Trevor Lawrence, give me Mac Jones. <laughs> Mac Jones. <laughs> Very nice. You see that that's what you call a crossover to earlier in the show. That's very nice to do. Yeah. <coughs> oh, I'll go with Lawrence. What the hell? I'll take the Lawrence from Guam. Guam it is. That's Trevin Jones. Dirk in Vegas, sitting in a tree. All right, moving on to Nico Montano. Doing what they shouldn't be. Starts with F, ends in G, moving together in harmony. Nico Montano versus Wu Yanan, or Yanan Wu. I'm not sure. I just said Wu Yanan because that's generally how it goes. Okay. Nico Montano's prospect. I was way off. From Arizona. She's also a, uh, has appeared on The Ultimate Fighter. She's one and one in the UFC. Her last loss was a unanimous decision to Juliana, Juliana Pena, but that was in 2019, and we have not seen her since. Wu Yanan is a veteran of Chinese MMA. She is a kung fu practitioner, but not that fancy shit. We're talking combat kung fu. Uh, she's one and three in the UFC with an armbar win, and all of her losses were via decision. She's got TKOs and submissions galore on her lengthy Chinese independent record, whatever that is worth to you people listening right now. Not worth shit to Vegas, who has Montano as a healthy favorite. Well, fuck Vegas. Mm-hmm. They don't know what the fuck they're yeah. talking about, clearly. <laughs> I yeah. picked Dinan, so yeah, fuck Vegas. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, I'll take fuck wonton you, Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> wonton soup for Dirk. Got it. One time. Wow. That's probably offensive, but not enough to get like in real trouble. So we're good. It's like it's something that Jerry Lawler would use on Raw. Okay. Anyway, uh, what is a teenage geez. girl? I'll, I'll take uh, one time as well. <laughs> <laughs> time well. All right. Well, you are easy to order for. Up next, we got Nicholas Stoltz versus Munir Lezez. We've heard that name before, Lezez. He's a Lezezbian. Lezezbian. Nicholas Stoltz is a prospect coming to us from Germany. He had four straight wins and then lost his UFC debut via unanimous decision to Romazon. Fucking thing sucks! Fair enough. Munir Lezez is a 10-2 prospect coming from Tunisia. This is a fucking... Hell of a card. Uh, one and one in the UFC. His last loss was a TKO to Warley Alves. Vegas picked Lazes. I picked Lazes. Who do you kids got? Dude, give me the Tunisian. Lezez. You never go against a Tunisian. Yeah. Mm. I'll pick Nick to stole the fight. Okay. So, Stoltz for Dirk. Chidi's picked Lezez because he's from Tunisia and you can't fuck with them dudes. Apparently he knows something I don't know about Tunisians. Um, are you fucking mixing up Tunisia with Dagestan? 
I am not. <laughs> Jeez, my no, no, I was I'm, I'm I was literally cheese. just making a joke, but yeah, I still oh, want to okay. pick that dude. <laughs> Liziz. I mean, he has a great last name. Lizzian. Liziz. Okay. Oh, uh, who'd you pick, Luke? I must have missed it. Um, I took Liziz. Okay, thank you. Sorry. That's why there was that awkward silence. Up next, we've got Smiling Sam Elvey, which he's got to stop smiling pretty soon at this rate, against Roman Kopilov. Smiling Sam Elvey is a standing banger from back in the day, but uh, since 2018, he has went 0-5 with a split draw. Damn. So 0-6, really. Or Owen five and a half, and then uh, Roman Kapilov is an eight and one wrecking ball prospect out of Russia who lost his debut in the UFC via rear naked choke to Carl Robertson, which probably pissed him off a lot. Okay. Uh, hold on, before you pick. All right. Mm-hmm. Las Vegas has Kapilov as the biggest favorite on the card <laughs> tonight, say, folks. Give me Kapilov to copulate all over the other dude's face. Yeah. And give, give me Kapilov to wipe the smile off Sam Alvey's face. Yep. <laughs> yep. He's got to yep. stop smiling eventually with this record of his. <laughs> yep. Yep, I'll take Roman Reigns. That is unanimous. I'll put Roman Reigns there for next week. <laughs> it's always fun. You got knocked up. Okay, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're having fun. Bringing it on to Cheyenne Bays, spelled B-U-Y-S, but it's Bays. And if you call her Bays, she'll say, nope, I'm actually happily married. Thank you. Kobe. Against Gloria DePaula. So Cheyenne Bays is a prospect out of Florida coming from the Contender Series. Lost her debut via unanimous decision to my girl, Montserrat Ruiz who got smoked last week bad. Uh, <laughs> Glory to Paulo is a prospect coming to us from Brazil, from the Contender Series, who also lost her debut, also via unanimous decision, but hers was to Jinyu Fry. Hmm. Las Vegas picked Cheyenne Bays. I did not. I picked Glory to Paulo. This kind of sounds like a shit toss-up to me. Yeah. Basically. It, it was like a plus like, one twenty or a I like turtles. minus one twenty five. I mean, it's not like a huge favorite. Yeah, go to Paula. Give, give me the happily married Cheyenne boys. <laughs> Ooh, you said it wrong. She's gonna kick your ass after this loss. Yeah. <laughs> give me Bays. She's gonna break up with her t- fat ass tag team partner Nia Jax soon anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, we're almost there. Um, moving on to Shamil Abdurahimov versus Chris Daukaus. All right, Daukus in the house. All oh, right. Shit. Shamil Abdurahimov is a UFC veteran from Dagestan. He came to the UFC from M1. He's got knockout power galore. As long as he's been in the UFC, he's only went five and two somehow. He must not be a very active. Hider. Anyway, his last loss, he made it all the way up to Curtis Blades before getting TKO'd. So, I mean, no shame in that game. If you can get that fight, that's an honor in itself. All right, Chris Dawkins made his debut <coughs> in 20... 20- I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, n- not to mention, with each passing day, his other loss in the UFC doesn't look too bad either. Derek Lewis. Right, yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, he's like quietly had a nice little run here in the company that I honestly I didn't recognize his name, and then I was like, oh my god, he's been around forever, and I'm a dick. Okay, um, Chris Dalkis or Dalkhouse to make Cheese Man happy uh, <laughs> made his debut in 2020. He's now gone three and zero, and they were all KO TKOs, including the last one over <clears throat> the ghost of Alexi Olenek. I won't call him Alexi Olenek because he's like 562 years old now, but he still knocked him out, so that's saying something. Uh, Las Vegas has chosen Dalkhouse to be our guy by a slim margin, but it's there. Um, give me Dagestan man to go Dagestan. You got it. Fun um, fact that, um, that I see looking at his record right now, how the fuck this is possible, I don't know, but in his 10th Fight. He beat himself. <laughs> All right. It was like an accidental headbutt or some <laughs> shit. I re- remember reading that, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> just lost a bet to myself." <laughs> <laughs> All right, How I need uh, cheese you? and dirt. Uh, I'll take Michael Dukakis. <laughs> I like that one. I mean, do you even really need to ask me? Nope. I mean, no, 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 it, it was just a matter of... <laughs> of course I'm taking Doc uh, House. Protocol. Okay. Um, Doc House. <laughs> here's another UFC veteran I'm not super familiar with, but I don't feel bad after seeing that he hasn't done anything since 2019. But we've got Kyung Ho Kang versus Ronnie Yaya. So Kyung Ho Kang, UFC veteran. He's gone 6-2 and two with one no contest. He's got three straight wins as of right now, but his last fight was in 2019. So a little time off there for Kyung Ho Kang. Ronnie Yaha is a UFC... Yeah, yeah, I said Yaha. Yeah. Ronnie Yaha is a UFC veteran since 20-fucking-11, and he came over from WEC where he has a win over uh, Eddie Wineland. <laughs> I was like, damn, these motherfuckers are 100. God. Okay, anyway, uh, he's gone 11-4 in one draw and one no contest in the UFC. Nice little mixed-up record there. His last win was an arm triangle over Ray Rodriguez. So Las Vegas has Kyung Ho Kang making his return and picking up the victory. I'm going to go ahead and go along with him on this one. Only because I don't remember this guy, and I do know enough about Ronnie Aya to know that I don't got a lot of faith in him. Yep. I'll yeah, take Kang. No, I'll, I'll, I'll join you there. Yeah, when I hear Yaya, I think of Yaya's chicken from back in the day. Yeah. Being around right. the world, Chicken's associated yeah, yeah, yeah. with being a pussy. That's right. So I'm not picking <laughs> that pussy. <laughs> that is Kang for everybody. Another unanimous. One of the very few on this card. Uh, Uriah Hall versus Sean Strickland in your main event. And Who that's when you know... this? <laughs> right. That's when you know it's a uh, it's not a pay-per-view. <laughs> when you hear that Uriah Hall and Sean Strickland are your main event. So. It's not HBO. <laughs> it's just regular-ass TV. No, no, nope. no, no. It's not Showtime hold, either. Hold, hold. This could be a pay-per-view main event on the prelims. Right. Yeah, yeah. The early prelims. Okay, so l- let me tell you the story of Uriah Hall and why he's not allowed to enjoy a goddamn victory. So, uh, he's a UFC veteran with a spotty record, but he's got four straight wins and he's on a bit of a roll, but let me tell you about his last three victories. 
He picked up a split decision win over somebody I can't remember now, but nobody thinks he won that fight. So he couldn't enjoy that one. Uh, he retired Anderson fucking <laughs> Silva, which he cried after he won and everyone hated him for it. So, okay, good job there. Can't enjoy that fight. And his next fight, all right, let's get back on track here and break Chris Weidman's leg after the first kick he throws. Yeah, let's do that. So couldn't enjoy that, that victory either. This guy's not allowed to have a good time. He's not allowed to raise his hands in victory and, like, smile. He has to, like, have a very serious discussion after all of his wins. Fun. So, anyway, Sean Strickland, USC veteran. He's also got four straight wins. His unanimous decision over Christoph Jocko, putting his UFC record up to 8-3. and three. Not bad, kid. So, <laughs> Strickland's the favorite, which made me laugh. <laughs> out loud <laughs> and I'll tell you what I'm going to go ahead and go with it I'll take Strickland too to go ahead and just fuck Uriah Hall and his happiness he gets nothing from this life except pain, darkness and despair <laughs> give me Uriah give me Strickland to suffer a bad injury so Uriah Hall can't enjoy another win <laughs> That's how I say. Give me Uriah to get the win, and just so I can see how he can't enjoy it this time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The bad news, Bear Hall. I'll take him. Okay. So we've got Hall. So I got Strickland with Vegas, and y'all got Hall. This is going to be a fun card to watch, you guys. Really, a lot of drama in these picks. Not our usual unanimous nonsense. We're going to have all kinds of very different records for a change. This might be the most show. ever drama we had on one card, but it's <laughs> also a pretty awful card, so all right. Yeah. We'll see how it and, goes. And watch us all still somehow manage to go below 500. Uh, man, yep. I don't like your attitude, wow. mister. I don't even want to hear that kind of talk. Dude, <laughs> fucking thing sucks. Last week, I take no joy in making these picks, man. <laughs> it's hard to watch a card and keep just marking L's down. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. <laughs> we... We we went full fucking COS baseball on this card. <laughs> what did I say in the chat? I thought for sure that Cody Garbrandt won, but I said the way this night's been going, yeah. I guarantee that TJ Dillashaw is going to get the victory, and he fucking did. Um, it, by a split decision in the closest of margins, but he did get that win and give us Kobe. another fucking Larry. Motherfucker, <laughs> man. Um, an account associated with the company actually tweeted out the um, bantamweight rankings, just saying, "Where would you put TJ in after this win?" Probably like definitely top five. I mean, he beat Corey Sanhagen, and <clears throat> it was a battle to the very end. So he's <clears throat> as good as Corey Sanhagen. I wouldn't say he's any better. I, I I simply replied with, "I wouldn't," and then a link to the Wikipedia <laughs> article on EPO. On EPO. <laughs> Let me tell you what EPO is. I learned recently that basically what it is, is it's a drug you can take and you can't accidentally take it. You have to literally inject it on purpose. There's nothing that has it in there that you wouldn't be aware of, mainly because it's very expensive. But basically what it is, it's like a bottomless well of energy. You can go hard and you don't get tired. You can just keep going hard and keep going hard and worry about being tired later. So that is a for oh, sure yeah. 
performance-enhancing drug. And let me just point out, Luke, what is TJ Dillashaw most known for as a UFC fighter? Stamina. Oh, yeah! Exactly. He's (laughs) fucking a dynamo. He does not slow down. So weird (laughs) that he got caught taking EPO, which is like an injection of dynamo. (laughs) Which is such a... Such a drug of fucking stamina, right? But the drug of choice of fucking Lance Armstrong. Exactly. It mm. makes you just be able to go and go and go. You don't get tired. You're fucking, you, you don't hurt. You just keep on cranking away. It's definitely a performance-enhancing drug of the very worst kind. It's like the most clear and present one. Steroids, yeah, but you also got to like work out hard and you got to lift weights. It don't just like make you good. It just helps you quicker. EPO just makes you good. If I took EPO, I could kick eight people's ass and they couldn't hurt me. It's like, it, it, it's almost like juicing. I mean, it's crazy, dude. Crazy. Yeah. It's a real, genuine performance-enhancing drug, which I didn't know anything about that until like just the other day, and I was like, ooh, um, this is going to be fun to talk about. Like snorting a big old fat line of coke. Oh, yeah! <laughs> okay, which do you think is worse? EPO or TRT? Uh, EPO. I think TRT, you still like have to do like a lot of work to stay on point, whereas EPO is like you're injecting on point. Yes. Yeah. Touche. My memory fucking sucks. Who was it who went on a, T- a TRT fucking rampage a few years back? <laughs> Vitor Belfort. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> TRT Vitor was the scariest man ever in the UFC. <laughs> Nobody even wanted to fight the guy. Like, no, thank you. I'll pass. Who drank all the fucking Gatorade? <laughs> exactly. He was every bit that terrifying, dude. And just, like, ripped to the gills to where he's, like, 50 years old, but, like, veins bulging out of his chest and shit. It's like, how did this happen? Well... <laughs> He had some help, folks. <laughs> he had some help. It wasn't just him. <laughs> he had EPO AIDS. was like, <laughs> it's literally like nitrous oxide for the human body. It's like injecting nitrous into your engine. It's like you can just, it's crazy, man. I didn't realize how badass it was. I want to find some. It's like a nitrous like, button right. for your body. Like, all right, I, I want to inject a little EPO right before I play drums. Stage. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, ain't ready for this. You ain't never heard a performance until you've seen me on EPO. <laughs> Forty-five minute drum solo. Like, where's it's the like, double I, bass pedal? Like you do, you don't do. Use like, a double to pace, double bass pedal. I do now. <laughs> it's like I, I'm not sure how it works, but he has a triple bass pedal up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the third one for? My dick. Yeah. My EPO dick. <laughs> the so a little hard thrust into it. <laughs> Banging out the fucking double be- double bass pedal and fucking thrusting <laughs> forward at the same time. I didn't know that they had a drug that you could inject, like, unlimited stamina. That's crazy to think about. It's like like on a video game. Right. Jack your shit all the way up to 10 or, like, unlimited yeah, shit. No shit. You know, it's like a cheat code. I was just going to say that. For, it's a fucking real-life cheat code. But for the human body, it's so weird we've reached that point where we can do things like that now. Like, all right, if you inject this, you can kick ass for an hour before you feel any ill effects. <laughs> Jesus. Like, I'll take some. 
Where's, I'll take it. I'll take that. Where's the god How mode injection? <laughs> right. Punch motherfucker's head off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. Right. One big shout out to Bobby Anthem and Smack Wahlberg for listening this whole time. Mojo for recently joining in. Props out to you guys for putting up with this shit for almost an hour. We love you. Yeah. Anybody listening on the download, props to you too. Thank you. (laughs) Come back next week, motherfuckers.